Is it time to break up or take a break? Trying something a little bit different and giving you guys that clickbait worthy title for today's podcast. Welcome. If you are new here, my name is Olamide Michelle. I'm a business coach, mentor, public speaker, as well as a licensed attorney based in Atlanta, Georgia. And I have taken a very long break from podcasting, but I'm so excited, happy, and grateful to be here again and really just reconnecting with all of you. So thank you for listening and let's dive in today's topic. Truthfully, this topic is a pretty close to home for obvious reasons, if you can kind of read in between the lines. But when we are going through personal things in our life, we get so overwhelmed, so distracted, and it's really hard to figure out if we are even excited about our business. It's hard to decipher whether or not we want to continue logging into Instagram and showing up on Instagram Live. We're not sure if we are just tired of the process, tired of the journey, or maybe there are outside influencers that are actually contributing to our lackluster mindset, contributing to our overwhelm and burnout. So the concept of figuring out whether or not you just really need a break because after all, we are all only human and we do need time for self-care, self-love, and just like having that balance in our lifestyle. Or is it time to essentially break up? Is it time to say goodbye and throw the idea, throw the system, throw the the project or maybe even throw the entire business in the trash. How do we figure out when to do which approach? So when we are talking about relationships, this conversation can be a little bit more obvious. You know, we tend to talk to our friends about spotting the red flags and knowing when to walk away. But when we think about it, when it comes to, you know, picking out the best apartment, making the next business decision, deciding how and when to invest, suddenly those decisions seem a little bit more tricky because it's not an obvious topic that we're used to assessing. And honestly, if we're keeping it real, sometimes relationships are not that obvious either. So I've broken down a few concepts and a few sort of steps for us today to really explore and think about if you are finding yourself in a situation where you're not sure you're really living up to your potential, you're not sure if you're really doing what is best for you and your business. So the first thing is just really assessing why is it not working? Why are you not showing up on Instagram anymore? Why are you not sending those emails? Why isn't anybody coming to your business mastermind? Why don't you have any attendees at your next event or the events that you been having all year long. What is wrong and why is it not working? Sometimes we start to figure out that maybe we're not having any fun. Maybe it's a case of just like it's not that great of an idea. Maybe it's not resonating. Maybe we're not marketing ourselves properly. So that is step one because even if you don't know what the solution is, identifying why and what the problem is is going to be the first step. The next thing is really identifying whether or not there is actual value. And this value is not a one-sided thing. It's really assessing whether or not you are bringing value to the table. Is what you are offering or what you are working on or what you are trying to force yourself to do actually valuable to other people? Do people gain knowledge? Do they gain power? Do they gain inspiration from what you provide? And do you yourself feel empowered and excited to show up and deliver this value? Because if there is 
is no value, if there is no point, if there is no desired destination, then you automatically know it is time to walk away. So if you are talking to some guy or girl and you know, you're like, I'm not really even that attracted to them. I'm not having any fun on the dates. We really don't have anything to talk about. That is like a very clear, straightforward decision for you. And really maybe you're just holding on for other reasons, other limitations and other excuses that aren't really valuable. So step one, is there value added? Step two is looking at, or I guess that's actually step three. So step one is why is it not working? Step two is what is the value and is there any value? And then step three is your classic pro and con list. So let's think about showing up on multiple platforms. That is a common dilemma for so many influencers, entrepreneurs, content creators, and people like myself. So what I mean by that is sometimes you know that there is value in utilizing Twitter. You know that you get most of your clients from Instagram and you know that you know having some sort of group or community can be very valuable if you're a service-based entrepreneur. You know that, so you know that there's value added, but it's not working for you for some reason. So even though you're not completely sure why it's not working, it's time to make that list. You know, he's really tall, he's handsome, he's smart, but he's got a lot of emotional issues and he hasn't gone to therapy, right? Or he's going to therapy, but you just feel like you don't wanna be his mom, right? Am I the only one who's been in this situation? Probably not. So making that list and weighing the pros and cons can start to show you that, okay, it's great to be on multiple platforms, but the con is that I don't have the bandwidth and I don't have the resources to pay other people. And I actually genuinely do not have the interest to show up and maximize all of these platforms at once. I would much rather show up on one platform and do my best there. And if you are comfortable with that and you know that you can do it productively and efficiently, there's actually way more value in putting most of your time into one platform than wasting a lot of time on multiple platforms. All right, diving in, you guys know that if you've ever listened to this podcast, you know, I'm not the best at remembering what number I'm on. I'm like, I have a lot of points here and I'm learning that even though I love to freestyle my episodes, even though I like to free flow and just kind of have a casual one-sided conversation with you, wonderful, beautiful people, it does help me to have some sort of outline. And I'm just going to recap here for you as well as myself. We've got why's and not working. We've got our value assessment and then we've made our pro and con list. And if that list is looking like you have more cons than you have pros again obvious decision maker it doesn't mean that ultimately there's actually a right or wrong answer because that's really key here sometimes we're not sure if we should walk away because we feel like if we walk away maybe we've made a poor assessment maybe we're making a bad decision but really any decision that you can make and you are actually able to feel comfortable and confident in that decision is always going to be the right decision because when we have that mindset of alignment when we have that mindset of focus focus and positivity on our journey, then we are on our way to making good decisions. But when we do the what a, what if, shoulda, woulda, coulda, and regret and looking back, we're always going to wonder if we've made the wrong decision. And inevitably, we've actually just made the wrong decision by questioning ourselves. So make sure that when you are assessing the value and you're assessing this decision, whether it's time to break up or simply just take a step back and take a break, make sure that you are feeling empowered and trusting your gut, trusting your intuition so that you can confidently move forward with, with whichever decision you ultimately make. So the next thing is paying attention to how you feel. And I guess I just hinted to that with that gut feeling. 
Sometimes if you've ever seen those quotes or those Instagram posts talking about pay attention to how you feel around certain people or notice how your anxiety is affected when you're doing certain tasks or working with certain individuals. That is a real thing and sometimes we ignore that and sometimes that's coming from our own self-deprecation and we're just like, oh, we're too sensitive, we're too weak, uh, we don't work hard enough, we're lazy and this is a personal problem. But in reality, when you feel anxious like that, when you are doing certain administrative task when you feel like your brain is super foggy and you've just so totally lost focus it's probably a task that you have no desire doing no interest maybe you're not that great at it there's no talent there's no passion and it's not for you and it's okay to say you know what this business process this task does not serve me but it is still required for my business to succeed and i'm willing to outsource or this business process does not serve me. And you know what? I'm gonna find a way to still show up, build that like no trust factor, build the audience, build the brand awareness without doing this thing. There are other ways for me to show up doing what I know and what I love and connecting with people. A clear example is someone who is killing it on Instagram lives because they see the value as far as how the algorithm works, as far as how the application works, and they know that they're a great public speaker. But they just don't want to have a YouTube channel, even though they know that YouTube is also great because you have the video content as well as the SEO optimization of having this entire platform for searchability and things like that. But ultimately, they don't want to edit, they don't have the time, and maybe one day they will go back and do it, or maybe they'll figure out a way to start making some tweaks to their video content so that they can start on YouTube and then repurpose it for lives. Either way, they're still going to be able to grow their brand. Both are great, but sometimes you as that individual cannot do both and you cannot do everything. So once you've made the pros and cons, start paying attention to how you feel. Do you feel excited doing the task? Do you have the bandwidth? Do you have the resources to pay other people to do it? And are you just mentally ready to create these things? The last thing is how and what can you change? Because a lot of times when you've done this assessment, you're actually making excuses, right? So you could be like, oh, I don't like this person because they're not the height that I want or, you know, and I'm gonna continue with this romantic relationship analogy because I think it's really spot on and we sometimes don't realize that a lot of the obstacles and struggles that we're dealing with in our personal life are quite synonymous to the same lessons and elements of success that we're looking to find in our business life in our professional life. So, you know, when you think about how you assess somebody, sometimes you stay in a relationship that doesn't serve you because you rationalize things and you justify things. And sometimes you leave when you shouldn't because you're also justifying and rationalizing. So make sure that at the end of the day, once you've made this assessment, you've looked at the value, the benefit that you're bringing to yourself, the benefit that you're bringing to others, understanding why is it that you're not showing up and why it's not working, the pros and cons, that ultimately... Is it that you shouldn't be on Instagram or YouTube or is it that there's actually something you could tweak to make it more accessible, to make it more likely that you would do it? Something that I can tell you that I've done personally is that today, for example, I woke up really early and I had so many creative ideas. I knew that I've been wanting to get back into my podcast and show up for you guys and start sharing really valuable lessons that I'm experiencing in business and life 
but I haven't been able to find the time, the motivation, or the inspiration, which ultimately is BS because I'm always inspired, but maybe it's actually that I've been working at the wrong times. So a simple shift I've made is that instead of diving into a very elaborate morning routine, going for the walk, going to the gym, and not really sitting down at my desk and working until you know after 9.30 or 10 a.m. Eastern time, I'm like, you know what? I think it's time for me to dive right in even earlier. So so if I'm waking up at 5.30 or 6 a.m., which might seem really early, but my brain is just like swirling with creative energy, it's time to, you know, brush the teeth, get the coffee, get dressed, take a shower if I want. I can still do a nice simple stretch and hydrate and feel good about my morning. I still even have time to journal something down. Um, you know, say a quick prayer, do some manifestation work and dive right into the work. So I don't have to neglect my self-care, but I can shorten it. Having an hour of yoga or going for a run tends to take more time because now I have to get ready and really get in the zone and get myself re-motivated. So a simple change like that has made me more productive. I was able to post a reel this morning, do some content work. I'm diving into my emails. I'm jotting down some outlines and notes for the week and the month. And then I was able to sit down and prep and record this podcast right now. So if I can do it, you can do it. I have one of the most ADHD brains, a very scattered mindset sometimes, but really it's not that I'm too scattered or too lazy or disorganized. It's that I don't have to operate the same way the girl next door is operating and I don't have to run my business the way you might be running your business. So look at what's going on with you, your personal life, your business life, and find how you can create that balance. Breaking up and taking a break from your business really comes from making sure that you understand why something is not working, knowing how you can make those tweaks. And if you cannot make any changes or you are not willing to make those changes, it's time to say goodbye. It's time to walk away and feel good about that decision because sometimes your business is actually only going to thrive when you can recognize how to consistently show up and consistently show up in a way that actually lights you up and brings you joy. So that is the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you were able to pull some gems of wisdom here and there from today's conversation. If you have any questions, you can definitely reach out to me at hello at thebohobusinessguide.com. And please, you know, DM me, connect with me on Instagram at thebohobusinessguide. I actually started a new Instagram for all of my legal followers who are interested in building their brand with legal protection. And that is the Boho Legal Guide. So if you're interested in following me on both and staying connected in a way that you can actually learn how to build and protect your brand, that's how you can do so. Take a screenshot of this podcast, tag me on Instagram. I'd love to reshare you back. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day and an amazing week. Looking forward to chatting with you again very soon.